Welcome back to the Company of One podcast. This is episode number 185. I am Dale Callahan, your host. For those of you that don't know me, I am a faculty member at the University of Alabama at Birmingham in the School of Engineering. And that's, you know, and especially the people that know me inside the university, I tend to be an industry guy. I tend to be an entrepreneur, so I have a hard time fitting into academia at times. But that's where I live at the moment. Uh, besides some of the own, my own companies that I'm involved in, well, and some other companies I'm involved in. But I do a lot of coaching. I do a lot of coaching internal to the program. We run an executive uh, master's type program, engineering management. So I spend a lot of time coaching professionals in the field, everywhere from uh, owners of the companies down to you know fairly new software developers or new you know whatever they are, new in industry, people that have just graduated college and just working. So I've been doing this for a lot of years now, pushing 20 years of doing the coaching and aspect. And I've done a lot of coaching recently. Well, the last five or six years, I've done some outside the university. And I quit for a while. I quit doing that because of just time commitments, mostly. And so I've started back coaching on the outside, mostly because I love coaching. It's, um, it's just an area where you can engage in somebody's life. I mean, I, I love speaking from stage. I love teaching classes and stuff like that. I probably love speaking from stage better where you're hitting an audience on a particular subject, especially an audience that's paid to be there. But coaching is different in the sense that you feel like you're really pouring stuff out to help people. And not, not that uh, you're necessarily being an expert, but you're helping them think through where they are and think through what's going on. So what I wanted to do today is just hit the issue of coaching. What is it like and, and what does it look like? The first time I hired a coach, uh, I didn't know. I was going in and I was, I was asking lots of questions like, what are we going to do? Um, you know, I hadn't even worked with a fitness coach at the time to kind of understand that concept. So uh, I, was, I was going in blind. So a lot of people are coming to me and say, well, how does coaching work? And a lot of people are saying to me, I'm looking for a mentor, or I'm looking for uh, somebody that to advise me. I'm looking for somebody to hold me accountable. All of these words, sometimes in the same sentence, sometimes it's different people, but they're all over the map. And um, and I've met with any of them. And, and those of you that know me, I'm not a I'm not a salesperson type, so I don't go trying to twist their arms into, hey, I can coach you. I'm usually just talking to them about the options, and people then sometimes come to me and say, hey, will you coach me? Um, so um, maybe that's a backwards way to do the business, but uh, that's, that's kind of working for me at the moment. It's keeping me busy. So how does coaching work? Um, what does it look like? A lot of us just want to know. So I want to walk you through kind of what the idea behind coaching is is and uh, how does it look how does it operate so i'm generally speaking about well i'm generally speaking about coaching in general uh and uh because there's all kinds of coaches we've probably all heard of executive coaches life coaches 
Uh, we've heard of uh, career coaches. There's startup coaches. I tend to be in the executive startup career. And quite honestly, I, th- those words don't matter much because what we're trying to do as a coach is to help people move ahead from where they are. So I'm going to liken this to a fitness coach. Many of you have probably been to a gym or you've gone somewhere and you want to get fit. Uh, so you maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you're training for something. Maybe you are um, trying to get stronger. Whatever the case is, you, you kind of go in with these goals to that you need to be better fit. And you start looking for a fitness coach. And where do you find a fitness coach? Usually you find them at the gyms, right? You find these guys that you're a member of the gym and there's people you can hire and pay to coach you. So, so, and I'm not going to a gym right now because it's coronavirus time, right? So, uh, but I have been for a while a member of the big national chain Lifetime, uh, which is a great gym. And but when I would and it's the first gym I've actually spent any time at that I actually liked. Usually I go in and I'm like I can't stand this place. I never go back. But in 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 lifetime, you know I'm sitting there doing and I'm typically doing weights, and there will be a guy or a gal or somebody there next to you doing something similar like squats or something, and you can ask them for advice. Like, hey, how did you get that happen? Or what's that piece of equipment you're using? Or why do you do that like that? And they'll tell you. And it's kind of quick, right? Like, they'll say, well, this is why. Sometimes I've had somebody show me a picture, right? But there's not a whole lot of talking in the gym. But but uh, you get a little bit of advice. And even if they're super, super friendly people uh, and they want to help you, they go back and they start doing their workout, Right? So the guy or the gal may be in great shape. They may be doing some awesome stuff next to you, but they're not invested in me. And I was going there, and I don't talk to a lot of people in the gym. I know probably most of us don't, but, but you know, they would talk to me. I would talk to them, ask questions, and, and um, sometimes it helped. But they weren't invested, right? They would go off and do their own thing. They didn't care what I did. They didn't care. And quite honestly, neither did the staff. They didn't care what happened. Uh, as long as you weren't getting injured or injuring somebody else or you know damaging the equipment, pretty much do whatever you want. But that's why people hire a fitness coach. It's not that they want advice of how do you do that squat or hey I'm trying to lose weight. What's the three top exercises to do? You know those kind of things that we ask people. And by the way, who do we ask these questions to? We may ask these questions to anybody. Our best friends, whether they're 400 pounds overweight or not, but especially friends of ours that we see are in shape, right? That's who we ask for fitness advice from. Uh, so, so getting advice from somebody like that is a lot like getting business or career advice. People will say, I will look at somebody who's in great shape in the way I want to be. And I'll say, how do you do that? And they would tell me. They might send me some resources. They might tell me a book to read. They may send me some videos. But that's the end of the conversation. And that's kind of like at a university, right? If a student comes in and says they want to learn engineering, and what we don't do, we could do, but what we don't do is say, well, here's some books to read. Here's some things to study. Here's some things you need to know. Good luck. No, we charge money. We charge a lot of money. We charge money because we're doing a couple of things for them. We're, be, we're giving them a plan, 
right? Think about this for a minute. For those of you with college degrees, this is what you paid for. You paid for a plan that you do all these steps and you'll be qualified and get this degree. You paid for um, you paid for some measures of success, right? Some metrics, testing, homeworks, whatever you want to call it, right? There was grades that went with it. And you paid for accountability. Now, we may not think about that when we sign up for a college degree that we're paying for a plan for metrics for success and accountability. And even we, we even pay for a time, dedicated time to do the work, right? All four of those things is what it takes to have success. All four of them are required for success in anything. If you're doing a fitness program at home and you're trying to get in shape, you have a plan, you know what you're going to do, you're not just going to put on your tennis shoes and say, I think I might go running, I don't know. Uh, and you, you know you have some metrics, you're trying to keep up with yourself. Many of us are using apps like um, what is the coach to five couch to 5k type app that gets you moving and creates some metrics creates a pattern for you uh, we we have some accountability yeah that's where we kind of, that's where we struggle at home and but we might have some time I might have time in my calendar like I do right now I have time on my calendar to work out and so uh, at a certain time three days a week I'm going to do weights and a certain time, almost every day of the week, I'm going to be out walking uh, in, in the 400-degree heat at the moment. So those are the kind of things that we do to get successful at anything. It's the same as if I want to learn a new skill. I need time to practice. I need a plan, right? If I want to accomplish something at work, I need a plan, a time to practice it, or time to perform it time on my schedule. All of those things are important, right? The guy standing next to me in the gym isn't going to give that to me. It's free advice, and we know what free advice is worth, right? It's worth what we paid for it. It doesn't mean that there's not something good said, but it doesn't help us move the needle. That's where the world of coaching, consulting comes in. And I'm using those words inter intermingling, intermingling, interming I'm using those words together as <laughs> two different, uh, that coaching and consulting practically mean the same thing with different settings. Now, they're different from um, therapy, for instance, like psychology or like counseling. If somebody says, you know, you can go to a counselor forever and you never get better. Or you can go to a psychiatrist or a therapist, then you don't have to get better. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, for those of you therapists out there, probably would disagree with that. But there's, there's, they're not really directing you in the sense that um, they're trying to help you discover yourself or whatever. The coaches typically, are, or the consultants, are generally specialized helping you move toward a goal. And that's the key thing here is you're moving toward a goal. You may not know what the goal is. A lot of people I've coached, they're not real clear on what the goal is. They'll come to me and they'll say, you know, I feel like on the surface, I'm doing awesome. I look like I'm doing awesome. I make a good salary. I have a good living. I have a great title at work. You know, everything's great. And I really even like my work. I, um, maybe they even love their work. But they'll say, but I, I want more. 
And there's something there that's empty and that's yearning and that's gnawing at them. And that's the people I spend most of my time working with. They're fuzzy. What is it I'm after? I'm after some type of fulfillment from my work that I don't have right now. And what they need is a plan to get there. So at the beginning of a coaching session like that, if that's where you were, part of it is discovering what is it you want. It's not just the coach or the consultant asking. For those of you that have ever done corporate consulting, and I have, um, usually the corporation you're consulting with, let's just be clear, the people, they're not corporations, they're people, usually the people you are working with have a problem. But sometimes they're fuzzy on the problem, right? They, They have a problem, they have a production problem. That may not really be their problem. Their problem really might be they're purchasing poor materials and it shows up in the production problem. Or they may have a people problem. They can't keep people. But what they may have is an environment problem, like physical environment, like one uh, consultant I know that they had the factory floor too hot. And the factory floor, when it got hot in the summer, they all left if they could find another job. So it wasn't really a people problem as much as it was an environmental issue uh, that they weren't paying attention to. And that's what the consultants are there to discover, is what's the source of the issue? And that's what coaches can help you discover. What's the source of your yearning? What is the issue that you're really driving at? What is it you're trying to accomplish? And I just tell you in this, so I'm in the United States, but I know people in other, and I'm going to call them industrialized countries, people that are pretty well off, you know, compared to a lot of the world. There's this sense that I don't, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. And they feel guilty because the whole world has these goals. We see these goal-driven people, right? They're accomplishing great things. And these people are sitting around saying, I don't know what I'm after. I really don't. I see that all the time. In the United States, I've been seeing this for forever. People come to me and they, they, uh, they just don't know what they want, but they want something different. Uh, and sometimes as we work our way through it in the coaching sessions, it turns out it's not different at all. It's, you know, they were looking at things the wrong way. And sometimes what it happened, and I had that experience just recently with a, somebody who wanted to leave his job. And after doing all that was said, he comes back and says, you know what? It's me. It's not the job. This is exactly where I'm, I wanted to be. And now I've kind of discovered that. And this is, this is perfect. Well, okay, well, we're done. I mean, that's great. That's great. But a lot of people, they get to discover what it is they want, and then you start setting the plan. So this is where the coach comes in different from the guy next to you in the gym or different from the person who maybe has experience in the business that you want to be in or that uh, a coach or consultant is different from the fact that you can go ask somebody who's got that career. And I'm a big fan of asking people who are doing what you want to be doing. Because that's helpful. But once they give you the advice, that conversation is over. You need to know what to do with it. As a matter of fact, when I coach people and they tell me I want to become a home builder, you know, I'm saying, well, okay, the first thing we got to do is we got to find some home builders that you go talk to and get counsel from. It doesn't mean they're going to be their coach. 
They don't want to be their coach. They don't want to be paid to be their coach. They're pay, they're paid to build homes. But they can give some perspective on the industry. So a coach, a consultant is doing this, and here's the key thing, because they are invested in you, right? That's the difference between free advice and the coach or consultant. The coach, consultant, whatever you want to call them, they are invested in your outcome, the outcome that you want. They are invested in helping you get that outcome. That's so important. So if you're a consultant in the typical way, they're invested in helping your company overcome this challenge, or someone... you know, or if you're a coach, they're invested in helping you overcome that challenge, whatever it is, whatever it is, right? And again, there's coaches in all kinds of areas. There's health coaches, there's coaches with people with certain uh, physical elements, mental elements. There's just all kinds of coaches, people who can just walk you through scenarios. There's probably cleaning house coaches, if if I had to guess. People who can just help you, right? So that's the first thing for getting a coach, that's the first and number one thing you want to think about is they are invested in you. And I'm writing this down because the reason I'm writing this down, you probably think, well, Dell, you're kind of kind of dumb if you're doing this. So I'm, I'm giving you a little behind the scenes information. So um, I, I'm really talking off the cuff here from an email or two or three or 15 or 20 and phone calls I've had in the last couple of weeks from a whole bunch of people. And, the, and, and I'm, so I'm writing down the notes that I want to make sure is in the show notes. The well, show notes will be at dellcallahan.com slash 185. So the first thing is invested in you. So I've got down here, they're invested in you, right? I, I too often talk on doing the podcast again too much information here but you know you'll appreciate it i too often talk on the podcast and go through things and then um the the team that reviews the podcast i put together kind of some show notes and they'll say didn't you want to put that in there because you talked about it oh i forgot i talked about it right (laughs) because i didn't write it down so and now in the last you know well, since I've started podcasting again, I've always got a pen and paper in hand to uh, write down things to make sure I get it in the show notes. A little too much information, but hey, I'm sure you can appreciate that because probably you do some of the same kind of things, right? So number one thing about a coach, though, is they're invested in you and helping you get to the success that you want. And sometimes they're helping you define your success. Right, because and I find that's so true in almost every coach that I've worked with. They've helped me define what makes me successful, because I didn't know either. It's not easy, so I'm not making fun of you if you're, if you're there, because I boy, have I been there a lot of times. You know, I, I have literally been on the phone with a coach, and they're like, well, "What do you? What is your desired outcome?" And I've said, "I don't know. I don't know." I remember being on uh, the call with the coach and him telling me that, you know, tell me how much money you want to make and what does that mean to you? What's a fair question. What does it mean to you? Trying to get to my why. And I threw out some numbers. I forget what numbers. It didn't matter. And he said, what does that mean to you? Uh, I said, absolutely nothing. I mean, it's just money. Right, and so he comes back and he asks me, "So if I could double your income, 
what are you going to do different in your life than you're doing now? And I was quiet for a minute, and I said, nothing, probably nothing, probably nothing. Uh, now, maybe that makes me cheap. Maybe that makes me weird. Maybe that makes me really boring. I don't know. Uh, because on the surface, I'm thinking if I could double my income, I'm going to do all kinds of things. But what about you? What would you do? I don't know. Maybe maybe some other people have other things that they want to do. But that was me. That was where I was. So it, it was it was I started at the minute he was asking these questions to get clarity was, I don't even know why I'm trying to do what I'm about to do. And, it, and that was what was going through my mind as he and I talked. And then uh, and then he finally said the words himself. He said, you don't know why you're about to do what you're about to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're about to cover it. So defining what makes you successful is so important. So the coach is going to be invested in you, and they're going to help you define your success. And a lot of times you walk in the door with a coach, and you think you know what you want. Same with a fitness coach, right? Um I've worked with a fitness coach once or twice. It's not my favorite thing to do. I, it's just not me to work with them. But, you know, I've walked in there and said, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. And I have in the back of my head what that looks like. And they convince me I'm, I'm barking up the wrong tree. I'm going at this wrong. And, uh, and because of their experience with lots of different people, they've experienced lots of different people trying to accomplish lots of different goals and they see what works and what doesn't and of course they've got the science and all that kind of stuff back because it's what they study and read and think about and so they have perspective right the guy standing next to me doing squats in his squat rack has no perspective except really what worked for him and his friends he might read some books about it, but he's not. He doesn't help a whole bunch of people. He hasn't seen weak people and strong people and people with different kind of issues with it. He just knows what he knows, right? He he's very single-minded, which is the same thing you have when you go ask business advice from a business professional. They know just what they know. So this is the other thing. The third thing you get from a coach is perspective. A coach usually has worked with all kinds of different people. And so so I had somebody telling me that recently as they're on the phone with me and uh, and we were having a coaching conversation, one of my 45-minute free phone calls. And so we so he's he asked me, he says, "Well, how do I work with you ongoing? I don't I suspect you do this 45-minute free call just over and over." And so we talked a little bit about that. and But he was already in a coaching program. This was what so he was in a mastermind group. And I told him, I said, you know, I, I don't I don't want you wasting your money. Why can you not get what you need from me from your mastermind group? And he said, um, and I would tell you his name, but I don't have the permission. But he said, um, he said, the mastermind group are a bunch of different other business people who have their single-minded perspective. He said, I can just talk to you, and I can tell that you have all these different perspectives. You've worked with the different people in different industries, coaching them. And that's what I need. I need perspective. And your coach, I don't care what kind of coach you are, a physical fitness coach, a career coach. a uh, I know one one lady is a diabetic uh, pediatric coach, you know, people who have um, children who are diabetics and just helping them think through life and the craziness of life with a child with a diabetic, just a schedule issue, a lot of it. Um, and 
you know, they have perspective of not only seeing what they saw, but seeing what other people have struggled with and how they've overcome it. So the coach can give you perspective, right? So am I, I hope this is, think about this, you know, as you're thinking about coaching and you're listening to this probably because you're thinking about, hey, what is it about coaching? Uh, why does everybody seem to do this? Why is this a popular thing? And man, it is so popular. Um, I'm going to, I don't think I could tell you because I don't know that everybody who successful uses a coach or every entrepreneur uses a coach, but I see a lot of it. I see a lot of it. And I see very, very wealthy people using a coach. Um, and I see people who use a coach that doesn't work, right? They go to the gym, they hire a coach, and they don't listen to them, and, and or they don't do the work, uh, and they get zero results. They get coached once or twice and said, well, I didn't lose my 400 pounds. Uh, so there's people at all levels, but I do see coaching is a very important part with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people who are rising in the ranks in the corporate world uh, that are trying to do things. Startup coaching, the career coaching, whatever you want to call it again. Um, they find it valuable because they want somebody to be invested in their success. And think about it. That's that's what we think we're getting a lot of times from the university. We think when we sign up for graduate program or undergraduate program X, right? We think all those faculty are lining up around the door to help you succeed. No, that's not what they're doing. They are coaching you through a particular subject so that you have and can demonstrate knowledge in a particular subject. And there might be one or two that's going to coach you into getting a job or a first job. But they're not really all about coaching you. If you find somebody like that at the university, it's kind of a one-off thing. And they're not invested in you because they're not paid to do that. It becomes volunteer, right? As faculty members, we're just not usually paid to invest in Johnny. You know, Johnny's showing up and, hey, we want you to invest your time in it. We're paid for very specific things, research and teaching. Excuse me, my phone's going off. <laughs> so we're paid for research and for teaching. And so those kind of things are what's important to them. What you want is somebody who's paying attention to you and you get what you pay for. Now, you can get some free coaching. I do free coaching, right? I've told you. And by the way, you can sign up. If you're interested and you, if you get on the phone with me and you say, Dale, I got no idea what I'm on. I don't even know what this call is about, but I'm here. We can take it from there, right? We do this all the time. Um, in the graduate program, we require people to do one or, or a few coaching sessions. And usually, and for about half of the people, I'd say not usually, but about half of the people, that's how it starts is like, Dell, I don't know why we're talking. And by the time we go through it, they've realized all kinds of things. Not because I'm good at what I do. I mean, I know what I'm doing. I know where we're going. I know the stupid, I, I call them the grandma questions, right? I know the questions that are at, to be asked, but I am investing in them. Our program, we do coach uh, in our graduate program. So I just kind of told you a lie. Our program is very unique in what we're doing in the graduate school, uh, but the um, Generally speaking, in, in, in universities, you just don't see that. So this is the kind of thing that you should be looking for out of a coach, right? You should be looking for somebody who's invested in you. Now, you have to invest in them, which means time and money. And you probably think, 
time, money is the big thing. No, time is the big one. The reason you have to pay money, besides these people need to be paid for their time, is one of the reasons you got to pay money is because you won't show up unless you invest in yourself. Right, that's true fitness coaches too. They'll tell me people that don't pay, that get free fitness coaching, don't show up. Like if they join a gym and they give them free fitness coaching, most people don't take advantage of it. It's free. It's not worth anything. Right, that's the mentality. Or man, this guy charges a thousand bucks a month. He's got to be good, and I want what he's got. So then we then we pay. And you know what? When you pay, you show up, especially if you pay enough to where um, you got some skin in the game, right? If you paid $10, you might not show up. If you pay $1,000, you are probably going to show up. That's how it works, right? So you have to invest in them because what's what you're really doing is investing in yourself. And you're buying their attention, if you will, but you're saying, I'm invested in myself, time and energy. I want you invested in, in, in me, time and energy, and we are going to work together toward your goals, right? So they got to be invested in your outcome. The second thing is they help you define success. And the third thing is a coach is going to give you perspective. All right? The fourth thing that is so, so critical, and I mentioned it before, um, is accountability. Because that's it, right? I've told you before, a plan, you need a plan, and that's what the investing in you, the defining success is helping you develop a plan that you need some metrics. Defining success is part of the metrics. But the accountability, man, that's so critical. Because here's what happens when, here's what's going to happen to you, because it happens to me, I know it happens to you, is before you get on the coaching call or go to the coaching meeting or however you do coaching, right before you get on there the second time, you're going to go through a little bit of panic. Oh, what did I tell him or her I was going to have done? And you don't want to look like an idiot like you just paid a thousand bucks to work with this coach or I'm just throwing out random numbers, but you just paid a lot of money to work with this coach and you've invested in yourself Think about how silly this is, right? You paid the money, you invested in yourself, and but you don't want to show up embarrassed that you haven't done anything because it it's it's embarrassing that you were that dumb to spend money and not do the work, right? I know I've done it, right? Because I would the the uh, recent coach I was working with, I was it was um, I was in a sheer panic one time because I was like. I haven't done the work that I said I was going to do because on every coaching call, it's like, what's your homework? What have you got to do, right? What have you got to do next time? Next time we meet, let's talk about this. And I hadn't done it. So 15, 20 minutes before the coaching call, I jumped on the phone and made some phone calls I had committed to make. I actually got a lot done in that 15 to 20 minutes. I just wish I wouldn't have waited till the last minute. But because I did, because I had that accountability, is the only reason those calls were made. And it helped me move to the next thing. So we got on the call. I had accomplished that, and I'd learned what I needed to learn, and now we can talk about moving to the next thing. That's where the coach is going to get. That's why investing in you and holding you accountable is so critical. So critical. 
If you want to be successful in something, I'm not trying to say you're not successful. It's really easy to be average successful, right? Show up at work, do your job, get a paycheck, get a pay raise, maybe excel at some things, whatever. If you want to actually figure out the thing that you want to rock the world with, if you want to actually have success in doing that, because it's not going to be average, right? Nobody is average in the sense of the way I just described it. Everybody has this unique thing they want to give back or they want to do. You have a unique purpose. You have a unique gift, and probably you're hiding it. It may be a gift that you should be using on your day job. It may be a company you should start. It may be something with relationships that you're leaving on the sidelines. It may be something in your life that has nothing to do with work officially. It may be all kinds of things that you're leaving on the table because you're just going through the motions and you're not investing in yourself. So I'm encouraging you. I am encouraging you that you check out coaching. You can do it with me free of charge. I mean, I'm doing this until the point I can't do it because I really enjoy it. I love meeting people this way. I love being to talk with you and help you think through things. And if you come blind, Dale, I don't know why you told me to sign up for this call and here I am. That's cool. We can go from there. We'll laugh about that. Been there, done that, right? Okay. Let's let's move let's move next and we'll just see where it lands. For some people, that's all you want. That's all you need. It gives you some perspective and helps you move on. Other people, like the guy I was talking about the other day, how do I keep doing more? Because in his case, he knew what he was after. He didn't know how to go about getting it. And in his, he said, I've wasted enough time and money. I want results. And so that's what he's after. So I, I wanted to give you this. I wanted to share this with you about coaching. And I want you to think about it. We all need people in our corner, however we get them. Coaching is a great way to do it. Which, what I want to encourage you to do is move off of dead center to take some action and make things happen. And we're actually and we're recording this in the coronavirus time. It's in July of 2020. Uh, so you may be listening to this much later and the whole world may be cured or maybe we're all extinct then. I don't know. But at this time, because of such craziness, it's a great time to re-examine things because your work is probably crazy. School is crazy if you're in school or got kids in school. Everything's nutso. Uh, so it's a great time to stop and evaluate and check out coaching. So the link to get to me and to get to coaching uh, time with me it will be on the show notes at delcallahan.com slash 185. This is episode number 185. And I think we've been putting it on most of the show notes uh, for the last couple of times uh, because people have been signing up. So I'm assuming it's there. Uh, I don't always check. So, all right, that's it for today. So thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening. If you've made it this far, because I know how podcasts work, if you've made it this far, I would appreciate, I mean, really... I really would uh, a, a a shout out on iTunes to uh, to to review the podcast, and there'll be a link in the show notes. Also, how to do that. 
So thanks so much again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.